Hello, everyone. I'm Liza. I'm Kurt. And this is the Parent Skills Podcast. And we are excited as we are wrapping up our series on on track parenting to focus on now the final phase and stage of parenting, which is college and beyond. College and beyond, which is interesting because a lot of people assume why are we even have why are we even having like doesn't parenting end when they're 18? Doesn't it end <laughs> when they when they get the high school diploma? Isn't it like sayonara when they when they walk off the I'm sure there are too many that have adult children now that are like definitely not. Yes. I mean, I have a 25-year-old in my house still. Yes. Yes. And as a parent of two adult children, one of whom is married with kids of their own, mm-hmm. parenting never stops. Mm-mm. It just changes. My role as a parent changes, which is a yeah. whole point of this series is yes, our role of parents Changes. Shifts and changes, and it never, but we're forever it never really, it never really ends, which mm-hmm. is why we're excited about our topic this week. Yes, with our good friend Mike Brook. Mike is the college pastor at Saddleback Church, college age pastor, Saddleback Church. Which when is that, Mike? Eighteen to twenty five is kind of yeah. our what yeah, we consider it. college age. Um, and he's he's wearing a Dodgers hat. He's a very big Dodgers fan. You do know you, we live in Orange County, California. I, I'm well aware. You do know we have, a, we have a baseball team in Orange County. That I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, ouch. I, wow. Not oh. since 2002. Yeah. The, the thing is, I like I like postseason play. And so uh, being a Dodgers fan gets me uh, that. Uh, Angels fans, maybe not yeah. so much. Kurt, Kurt, you have to understand, oh. as a Dodgers fan myself. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, not, sorry, I should have told you. I mean, you. <laughs> since we've had heartbreak since 88. Yeah. Yeah. And it's finally coming back. Right. So please... Respect. Yeah, I do. Well, respect would be I nice. Do. Yeah. Wow. Well, which is just a reminder, <laughs> just, just, just a reminder that until last year, the Angels had won a more recent World Series than the Dodgers by many, many years. Yeah. So, you know, and by the way, I was at game seven when they won the World Series. Were you? Yeah. Game seven against against your rivals. Yes. So you're welcome. It was a beautiful you're game. It was, it was about the next best game you could yeah. get if yeah. you're okay. a Dodger fan. Yeah. This the is a room beat. full of men right now, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Liza, I'm talking like I'm some massive baseball fan. I'm really not. I'm a very, very hey. casual baseball fan. Of all it. the sports, baseball maybe, other than like hockey, I'm probably the, the least. <laughs> I follow it the least. But I like it. Yeah. I, pl- I played it. I played it when I was a kid in high school and stuff. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan anymore. Yeah. But anyway, enough of that. We digress. <laughs> Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, how long you've been married, how long you've been at our church, all that good stuff. Well, I've been at Saddleback for, gosh, it's been 13 years next week, which is really exciting. I love wow. it. Uh, I've been doing college ministry for over eight years, and college is my sweet spot. It's what I love to do. I can't imagine doing anything else. I have a great wife that I met while we were in high school, and uh, she's... We've been married for 17 years. We have two beautiful daughters, Hallie and Zoe, who are 11 and 9. And I, they're so fun to watch grow up. And I think they are just kind of amazing to see as they develop and change. And yeah. So, so even though you're here today to talk to us about the, the stage of college age and the, the role of parents in that age, you're not living that. You're living in the, you're more in the. I'm in the what, corrector. The, the cop in the corrector. Yeah. Well, at yeah. home he's living that, but on yeah. most of his weekdays actually yeah. living the other yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and we've said this with a few of our guests, you know, you're not a parent of this age group, but you are an expert in this age group. Yeah. And you have helped lots and lots and lots mm-hmm. of parents navigate the really challenging season of transitioning from a whole lot of input in my kid's life. I remember this when we dropped our daughter off at school. I had this moment of, oh my gosh, yesterday 
I knew where she was 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. And now I won't know where she is 99% of the time in 24 hours. It had shifted completely. Right. That's a, that's like this whiplash Earth shattering. Yeah. And you navigate that type of experience with parents all the time yeah. and with students. How do you help them navigate this new stage? So that's why we're super excited to have you with us, Mike. Um, so, so Liza, why don't you kind of set the table a little bit for what we're going to talk about today? Yeah. So just like we've been doing over the last couple of weeks, if you've been tuning in or maybe it's your first time, we would love to talk about kind of the ideal roles and goals. Now these aren't the only roles you'll play and not the only goals, but with our ultimate goal with Saddleback Parents being to help parents um, raise children to become interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who um, desire to make a kingdom contribution, that's kind of where these roles and goals come in. So especially in college, it's kind of that consultant. And I think even the on-call consultant for sure. So tell us a little bit about what, how you could encourage a parent as they're navigating this transition to be a consultant. Yeah, I think for me, I think of my parents when they parented me as a college student, as a young adult, I think one of the things they did really well is they, they moved into this consultant, but kind of became a GPS in my life Mm. where they would suggest, make suggestions on what to do, where to go, some, some help like that. They realized that I was becoming an adult and had to do some of these things on my own, had to figure out some things on my own. But I think as a consultant, you stop telling them how to live and start navigating, uh, who do they want to become? What do they want their lives to look like? What do they want to be known for? Um, and, and that's kind of the, the role of a cons- consultant is stepping in where they want you to, um, advising where they want you to, sharing where they want you to, being available as much as you possibly can when they need you to be available. I'm going to put a pin real quick because you, you just made a perfect differential between coach and consultant. Mm-hmm. So last week we had Johnny Montgomery. We talked about being a coach. A coach is going to, the coach will decide what I speak into when I speak into it. That's the job of a coach. The consultant you just said is them, them deciding when they want you to speak into that, which is such a big difference. It doesn't mean you're not doing it. Yeah. It just means it's more on their timeline than on your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was just such a perfect difference. I like that. I've never heard the navigation. Yeah. The GPS. I like that because it makes me think about like, I don't need the navigation system to get to my house, the market, like places that I'm familiar with. So I have to trust the process, but then I might call mom and dad as the consultant navigation of like, I'm now going to an uncharted territory. Right. Don't know where to go. Don't know what to do. How do I get there? Yeah. Yeah. And, and with GPS, it's kind of a choice on if you choose to follow the GPS. Like (laughs) me, otherwise you miss an off ramp and you're like, what do I do? I I didn't, I didn't follow the GPS this time. So. Yeah, I think I think as a parent, you're GPSing their life as right. they need Love it, it. And they're right. plugging in as you as you are available. So, which I think that's the big thing is being available when they need you to be available. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest part as a parent. You want to be available. You're you're used to being available all the time or as much as possible. Now it's kind of a I don't see them as much. So when they do call, making that effort to go, I'm going to be as available as possible. And I know, and I think they understand. You can't do everything, but. Right. If your adult child invites you to something. Right. That's a big deal. Right. Uh, Try your best to make it. If they invite you into a conversation, Mm. do your best to step into that conversation. Right. Be as available as you possibly can. Yeah. It's good. good. I like that. How do you, what would you say to a parent who has to be reminded that like ideally at this stage, they need to be invited in, not invite themselves in or force themselves in. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, when I say invite your, not inviting yourself into a, uh, the conversation or forcing yourself into a conversation, 
I think it's one thing to check in with your child, to text, yeah. to call, to do all the, all of those things are great, but recognizing your child's going to make mistakes, um, right. whether it's not filling out their FAFSA correctly, <laughs> which if you've done that as a parent, congratulations. Right. That's yes, the, one of the, the most parents difficult that out, right? <laughs> or if you haven't done it yet, God bless. Right. Um, good luck. Uh, yeah. Or whether it's helping them uh, navigate, they got in a minor car accident and they've got to make phone calls and they call right. you going, what do I do? And helping them call insurance or when they invite you into how do I navigate friendships or right. I think stepping into those conversations as they ask for help. Mm-hmm. is is so valuable they don't they're not going to do it with everything yeah and nor should they i right. mean they're adults and they need to make decisions but accepting that in the process they're going to make some failures because they didn't ask for advice and that is okay yeah. that's right. not a reflection on you as a parent mm-hmm. that's just them learning growing developing that's just who they are becoming and they're trying to figure it out on their own and i think just like any other adult we want desperately to, to have it together to know what we're doing right. on our own right yeah. Well, Mike, talk to us if, if so. If that's what a consultant looks like, um, I like what Jim Burns says. I think it's a subtitle to one of his books recently about adult children. Now I'm going to butcher it, but the subtitle is basically "Leave your porch light on and your welcome mat out," right? So they know you're welcome anytime. We're here. We're we're here if you want to. If you want our input, we're here if you want us. Keep yeah. your porch light open, your welcome mat out. I think that's kind of a, a cool word picture for this role of a consultant. Talk to us a little bit about, okay, if that's the role as a consultant, as the parent of a 22-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 31-year-old, yeah. right? Because you're, you're, you're going to be a consultant for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. That part, that's the part of parenting that never will end. Yeah. Um, what, are some, what are some of the goals to our consulting? That we would have. Yeah, I think there's, I mean, there's a lot of goals. I think one of the things that I would encourage, and I think as a parent, you, it's not just a goal, but it's something you have to do is share resources. And when I say that, I think we often think of sharing our finances or sharing our laundry room to do laundry or, right. but I think as a parent, the, the biggest resource you have is your experience and what you've done. And mm. uh, you've survived college and young adulthood uh, right. for the most part. And so I think in this stage where they're moving into adulthood, being able to, to share not just the successes you've had, but the failures, be authentic and share your, yes. your, the, the good and the bad. And I think as an adult, they can handle the good and bad. And mm-hmm. I think as a, as a kid, it maybe is a little different as the cop, you're trying to be correct. But I think as the consultant, you're recognizing I've made some mistakes. Here's the mistakes. I want to help you avoid those pitfalls. And so knowing you, uh, being comfortable in your own skin, being willing to be authentic and share good, bad, ugly, it helps them to know that they can come to you. It is one of the greatest resources that you have is mm. being comfortable with yourself. And I, I think along with that, uh, asking a lot of questions of your student. I think um, the high school student knows or, or it's led by the who, what, when, where, why, or who, what, when, where. And I think the college is more driven by the why question. Why, mm. why is this important to you? Why? Why do you want to move your major from this to that? And not in a judging, criticizing yes, way, but right. I want to help. I want to know your thought processes. Yeah. Get to know you, what you're thinking as an adult. And so I think asking questions, being confident in yourself, even as an adult, remembering how you felt. Uh, I think the, the pressure that many of them feel is they've got to get into their major, graduate, find their career in that field, which is very difficult right now. Um, find their husband or their wife, have kids, get married, own a home by the age of 25 to 30, which is an immense pressure when you tag that on with midterms and finals and papers and 
recognizing and remember that pressure and being able to identify that and help coach them and mm. love them through those things yeah. and remind them it's, it's okay if you're 24 and you don't have it all figured out. Most of right. us don't have it all figured out. Well, I remember a few years ago, there was this lamenting, like legitimately lamenting about extended adolescence yeah. um, and all the reasons why and kids don't even know what they're going to be. They don't, they don't have to figure it out now until they're 26 years old. Extended adolescence stretches to 27 years old. And it was this terrible thing. I think in hindsight now, now there are obviously some, some realities to why there's some, why that extended adolescence maybe isn't positive and some of the negative contributors, contributing factors. But man, I think in hindsight, what that has done that's really positive is it has given some breathing room to young adults yes. to not have to have life buttoned down in your perfect little lockbox by the time you're 26 or 27 years old, that it's okay to graduate from college when you're 25. It's okay. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's okay. It's okay to not get married until you're 28, 29, 30. It, uh, that's yeah. okay. It's okay to change your major. Yeah. Right. It's okay. It, by the way, it's okay to still like video games when you're a young adult, yeah. right? Because they do. It's the world they grew up in. It's it's technology. All of those things. I think it has just allowed a little bit of that pressure to be released from from young adults to have it all dialed in as early as possible. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think as a for young adults, they feel that pressure still. I think as a parent, you can help alleviate that pressure, release some of that pressure by. Reminding them it is okay. They yeah. are okay to be figuring this out. They are okay to switch majors. It's not ideal as a parent right. when you're footing the bill for the college. Right. But but you, it is okay for them to not know it all. I mean, at, at 18, when you make uh, when you declare your major, how many of us really had it figured out what we were going right. to do for the next right. 60 years of our right. lives? Right. Well, I think for we're getting off of some of the yeah. roles, but you know, um, I think as parents, one of the things to remind yourself is. It's as long as they're taking steps forward. Yeah. Yes. They might not be sprinting forward. They might not be taking long strides, but as long as they're taking steps forward, that's then it's okay. And that is the changing of a major. And sometimes, sometimes they take two steps back to yeah. get three steps forward and you, but you pay attention to that and that's okay. But even in the decision, Hey mom, I think I'm going to take a semester off college. Okay. What, what's the step forward in that? Yeah. I'm going to take a semester off just so I can sleep on the couch and eat bonbons. Bonbons. In college ministry, I haven't heard too many students you know, going, I'm taking a semester yeah. off for bonbons. Do you know what, bon do you know what bonbons are? Yeah, they're yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if they're going to take a semester off just so that they can lazy around, okay, let's have a conversation. That doesn't feel like a step forward, Yeah. Yes. but Hey, I'm taking a semester off so that I can work and figure out. Yes. I, I'm not sure why I'm in college. I'm really stressed. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure mm -hmm. if I want to go to college. Yeah. 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 Like, and I don't, mom, dad, I don't want to waste yours or my money. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Well, that, that's actually a step forward yeah. in their development. So as long as they're taking steps forward, yeah. I think that's a really positive thing. Yeah. Well, right? I think that speaks to the goals of this stage because you are trying to give them the experience. It's right. not my experience. It's so easy as a parent, especially to be that still protective, hovering. Right. Well, I don't want you to have to go through this because that's not what I did. But it's like, no, no, no. It's what your child's experience is going to be. And it may right. not look like what we expected or what we experienced, but right. it's their experience yeah. to resource and seek your input and guidance on. Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that's really good. I, th I think with that, helping them, they're going to fail and fail forward. Mm -hmm. I think is important. Make, helping them learn from their mistakes and going back to 
asking good questions through when they decide to take a semester off of why, why do you want to do that? Or why is this important? Or what is your next step after that? And who are you becoming? Like, I think these are really important for them to figure out along the way. So I think good parents aren't just forcing them to do something, but are coming alongside consulting. Right. Right. And that's the temptation, right? It's, It's a temptation, especially when we're still, when you go to the resources of our finances, we're footing the bill, yeah. all the things. Then it's very, it's almost like we use that as our leverage to instill what we think is best for our 22-year-old. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm paying for it, so you're going to do it. And, 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 and again, I get it. If you're paying the tuition, you kind of want, yeah. you don't want, you can't afford for it to stretch yeah. out over six years, right? <laughs> so I, I understand that. Yeah. But I think if we're using our, our, um, our influence, if we're lo- using our resources, our experiences as some sort of leverage to get them to become the young adult we want them yeah. to become, I think that's, that's a mistake. Yeah. Right. And we got to just trust the process, trust the sovereignty of the Lord. Yeah. Trust that his will for our kids' lives is, is perfect. Yeah. And we don't always understand it exactly. And we're going to fund it anyway. Yeah. We're going to be there for them funding it. I mean, again, through yeah. our experiences, through our conversations, through our finances, through our support. That's what I mean by yeah. funding it. We're funding it by being all in with them. Yeah. Regardless of where it may lend, where it may lead. That's the scary part, but that feels like the the healthy part. Jeremy, producer Jeremy, you're looking at yeah, like I, I, I have thoughts on this because I'm I'm looking at this and I think the thing that's the scariest about this time is if you take your train track analogy, everybody's on the same rails. You know what you're doing next year if you're fifth grader. I'm going to sixth grade. I'm going to seventh grade. I'm going to, I'm going all the way. Once you hit this college age, whether or not, if you're going to college, you're hitting the switch tracks where there are tracks going all over the place. Mm, You're in that yard Mm. and you're not sure which track you're going to go down. Yeah. And right now as a parent, you're just saying, well, you go down that track, you go down that track, you go down that track. They've been used to to knowing exactly what the next step's going to be. Right. And they get that college age, especially after they graduate college. I had a friend of mine. The, the way he put it, he talked this about dating. Uh, well, it's not about dating. It's just about basically in college where he's like, college, lots of fun. It's like a big pool party. Everybody's having fun. But eventually you're at the end, just all by yourself saying, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It's like, you're like, I'm out there now. Right. What am I doing? And right. so I'm that consultant. Yeah. Parents are willing to be a consultant for their kids. It's huge. Yeah. I was there. I mean, right. I, I, it's hitting a yeah. chord yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I remember I switched majors, I think, three times. Uh, I was going to be a machine shop operator, a programmer. I was going to be a firefighter and then figured out my calling being a pastor. And my first semester as I was going to programming school, I remember I just, I didn't drop the classes. I, I just stopped going. Right. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, you got to withdraw. You got to drop them yeah. or withdraw. So I took three Fs right out of the gate. And my <laughs> my parents, when they heard this and saw this, the first question they asked, they didn't lecture me. They just said, well, what are you going to do differently? Next semester. That's a good and question. Yeah. Great question. That's a good question. Yeah, it was a good uh, question. Not the same thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm not programming classes and I'm going to withdraw when, when I don't want to take them. Right. So oh, that's good. Well, yeah. Mike, any closing thoughts, any closing words of encouragement for parents who are in the season of the stage of parenting of, of college kids and young adults? Yeah, I think many, when you move into this phase, a lot of parents are afraid um, of what their role can look like or should look like. And I think when you parent out of fear, uh, that's not a healthy place to be. Mm-hmm. I think parenting out of love is really great. And I think recognizing that you are going to be listening more than you advise, journeying with them, choosing trust over suspicion, and 
believing the best about them and recognizing love takes the role of a cheerleader and not an evaluator. Your mm. job is not going to be to evaluate their becoming an adult. You're yeah. cheering them on. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, I think really all good. that's the paying it forward. We want to, the ultimate goal is like we said, if it is to help them become interdependent lifelong followers of Jesus, yeah. their faith then has to be reproducible. It's like, yeah. you're not out in the world. I have to trust that everything that I did to plant the seeds, to, you know, help you see my faith, nurture your own faith, own your faith, activate your faith. Now, yeah. perfectly, it's going to be reproduced out in the world and yeah. you're going to be a light to others. And through those examples of parenting them out of love, not fear yeah. and, and modeling to them and cheering yeah, them on. And so good. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Parents, as you're listening, this, this wraps up six weeks. We spent talking about yes. the stages and the roles and goals of parenting. And I hope you know, our heart, our heart is not to be prescriptive. There's no one way to parent. There's no one goal. We, we, we share our, what we've decided is a goal. Keep doing what you're doing. Make a few tweaks here and there. Trust in the council and the wisdom and the community of other followers of Jesus. Um, and it's going to be a wonderful journey. Your kids are going to turn out just fine. Mm -hmm. They're going to turn out just fine. Um, and enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride. And we hope that we, through this podcast have helped you just a little bit in your, in your parenting journey. So thanks for joining us. We will be back next week with a brand new topic. What is our topic next week? Liza, do we know? So far down the road, who knows? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs>